everything we do is in and through people. Welcome to the radio show that will help you know yourself to increase your influence with family, friends, co-workers, and community. This is Learn It, Live It, Lead It with your John Maxwell team leadership coaches, Mike Cook and Monique Minnick. But for this radio show, say hello to Mike and Mo. Hello, hello, hello. This is Mo. And this is Mike. Welcome to another week of Learn It, Live It, Lead It. We are on the 12th law. Wow. We're moving through these fast. Yeah. Yeah. And this week, the law is the law of curiosity. And before we get there, let's remember why we're talking about laws. Laws, yeah. Not not stuff you break and get arrested for or anything. <laughs> right. different, yeah. Right. Uh, universal laws are consistent, right? They remain the same. Uh, around the world, regardless of culture, it doesn't change. Law of gravity is the reference we give. Uh, what goes up must come down. And this is a paradigm of learning that leaders are engaged in. And it's a cycle of learning it, living it, and leading it, which is mm-hmm. why we've named our show this. And this is the format we follow each week. Yeah. So uh, before we learn it, live it, and lead it on this week's uh, topic, uh, the law of curiosity, uh, let's talk about last week. We always like to throw some accountability in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever gets measured and scheduled actually gets done. So uh, what did you do uh, last week? Hopefully you went to our Facebook page, Lynchburg Area Leadership Events, and you wrote your list of trade-off principles. Um, what do those principles look like, and have you applied them to your decision-making processes? Um, what trade-offs do you need to make today mm-hmm. and going going forward? Um, also, if you've been following our show, um, we want to hear from you. Um, what What are you doing? How are you applying these laws of growth? How has it made a difference in your life? Uh, Mo uh, shared a story before about that, how it you know made a difference in someone's life. And so uh, share with us your stories. Um, send me an email, mike at strategicdoersgroup.com, or send Mo an email. It's uh, monique at minikenterprises.com. So uh, let us hear from you or make a comment on the Facebook page mm-hmm. there, too. That's uh, Lynchburg Area Leadership Events. And let us know how, you know. How this is how it's uh, going. Yeah. We also want to highlight leadership event opportunities as well. Yeah, that's so why we name that page that name way. Name that page uh, the way yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. So if you've got something going on that you think would be great for our community to know about and mm-hmm. participate in, send it to us. We'll be happy to bring it. Help get the word help out. Help get the word out, bring awareness yeah. to it, and even attend. I'm yeah. always looking for those opportunities as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And we've got some uh, events coming up in the coming weeks. Uh, I've got one on how to be a real success. That information is out there on that, so uh, check that out. All right. So now we are on to Law 12, which is the Law of Curiosity. And this says that growth is driven by wanting to learn more. Time to learn it. Law number 12. This is the Law of Curiosity, and the Law of Curiosity just says growth is driven by wanting to learn more. There is nothing new under the sun, but there are lots of old things we don't know. And curiosity is a state in which you want to learn more about something. A curious person has a thirst for knowledge. They're interested in life, people, ideas, experiences, and events. Now let me just call the time out for a moment. Because when I teach these laws, these are laws that I have learned. But if there is a law that I didn't have to learn, it was this law. I don't know why, but in my own DNA, even as a kid, I always had a curiosity bent to me. And I I can still remember 
even when I had my buddies over and we'd be having sleepovers at their house, at my house, I was always the first one up. Because when I woke up, even, you know, 1340, when I woke up, I had to get up. Because I've always been afraid I'm going to miss something. Now, you have to understand, I grew up in Circleville, Ohio. 12,000 people, farming community. The only thing I'm going to miss is corn growing. Do you understand? It's not like I was in New York City where it was a thriving, driving, pulsating metropolis where just things were. No, no, I grew up in Circleville, Ohio. And I'd wake up and I'd say, I got to get up. I might miss something. I, I, a lot of times I'd be the first one. I'd go through the house, just somebody up. Is there something I need to know? What, what am I missing? Now, now I say that because I said Circleville, Ohio. I know people that are in the midst of exciting things and they're not curious a bit. You know, they're just kind of wondering if they need to turn their pillow over for a little bit more rest. Now, this law is a natural law for me and I can't stand thinking I'm missing an experience. We went out the other day to the Falcons training camp. They had one of those VIP things, had to come in on Sunday afternoon. So four of us went up there and I said, now guys, you understand it's hot. We're going to have to stand. They're going to have hot dogs that aren't hot. So we're going to stay there for about 20 minutes. We're not going to, I mean, we were allowed to stay for four hours. I said, you know, this is an IQ test. But the reason we're going is I want the experience. I want to, I want to be there. I want to go over and watch him hit a few times. You know what I'm saying? I want to maybe tackle a guy as he comes over to the sideline and just kind of get a little feel of what, it, what it's like to be in the NFL. And when I got there, I decided not to do that. Uh, I did try to motivate the other guys to do that because I, th- I said, I'll take your picture. Wouldn't that have been huge? Wouldn't it have been huge? You know, one of the guys coming off the field, you know, and you just, you know, you just hit him. He doesn't have a, I mean, wouldn't that, I mean, that would have just been huge. And, and, uh, and, and but in 20 minutes, with 20 minutes, I said, okay, you know, let's go. We, we, okay, been there. We got that. We got that. Now, now what am I saying? I, I love to, to experience something. I, I love the experiences. And so the law of curiosity has always served me very well. I mean, it's just, it, trust me, it's, got me in some very interesting things. Okay. So let me read a paragraph. The value of curiosity is greater than its thirst to learn. I believe curiosity is directly linked to imagination and creativity. All three explore territory beyond the ordinary. All three extend thinking beyond the ordinary. All three expand possibilities beyond the ordinary. All three experience understanding beyond the ordinary. Curiosity begins with more questions than the ordinary. Imagination creates more options than the ordinary. Creativity finds more solutions than the ordinary. The result, extraordinary living. So how do you cultivate curiosity? Number one, have a beginner's mindset. Now, a beginner's mindset is not an age thing. It's an attitude thing. A beginner's mindset asks a lot of questions and keeps asking until it gets answers. A beginner's mindset is vulnerable. It has no image to uphold, and it wants to learn more than look good. A beginner's mindset is not influenced by preset rules or acceptable behavior or thinking. Have a beginner's mindset. 
Number two, learn something new every day. Every day. When's the last time you learned something for the first time? Learn something new every day. Three or four years ago, Margaret and I and, and my brother Larry and Anita, we went over to, we took a trip and, and we went over to Jordan. And um, I've been in over there quite a few times, but I'd never, I'd never gone to, to Petra. And I wanted to go there. I wanted to see it. And, and it's, it's just, if you ever have a chance, you want to go. It's just truly a, a wonder of the world. But you walk a long way. And I, my left knee was really getting bad, and I was within a couple of months to get a knee replacement. And so we walked for about seven miles, took the great tour. It was fabulous. So we sat down for lunch, and our guide then said, you know, on the other side of this mountain, in the stone, in the, in the mountain of stone, is another incredible hewn-out place that was one time a, 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 a magnificent library. And it said it's spectacular to see. It's not on the tour. But... but you know, if you, if you want to go this afternoon, you have time because the guided tour was over. And my knee was throbbing, and I said, man, I, said, I, I just don't think I'll do it. So we had lunch. By the time lunch was over, my knee wasn't throbbing quite as much. And I looked at Larry and Nita and Margaret, and I said, I have to go. And they just started laughing because they knew. They knew. I said, I, I have to go. I'll never get back here probably again. I have to go. So we started going up that mountain, and it took about an hour and a half. We got up there, and it was amazing. It was it was it was worth it. It was worth it. It was. I was so thrilled. The old knees throbbing. Now I've got to come down on that thing. And if you know anything about it, it's worth coming down than that. And I'm coming down, and, and I, I'm just saying I, I don't know if I can make it. I may have to sit on my butt and let gravity do its thing. <laughs> just kind of lift my legs and just hope to slide home. Well, that wasn't working very well either. And then they had these donkeys up there that you could ride. I don't know if you've ever done a donkey ride going down a mountain. If you're curious, let me help you. Don't. Just let me help you. Because I, I said, I think I'll do the donkey ride, of which I got on the donkey. And the donkey started slipping. And I saw my life go before me. I don't know if you've ever seen a fat man dive off a donkey. I dove off a donkey. <laughs> Bloodied and scraped. Took me two and a half hours to get off that mountain. I soaked my knee in the hotel that night for three hours, just trying to get the relief. You know, just trying to get the relief. Now, now I, I just laugh at myself because I knew that I shouldn't do that. But there was, I just, I, I had to do it. That the whole curiosity thing just did. And, and, and now that was a, I'm, and now I'm so glad I did. I mean, I got my knee replaced and now I think I'd like to go do that again. You know, and, you know how in your stupid moment you say, okay, I'm ready to do that. It's, it's like, you know, after you have your first baby, you know, you say no more babies, you know what I mean? And two more years, I say, oh yeah, let's do it again. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, well it, but curiosity. Now, number three is make failure your friend. And, and just make it your friend. Understand that you're going to, you're just going to fail. You, you just are going to do a lot of failing. Okay. Make it your friend. In, in fact, this is good for you. Just look at your neighbor and say, you're going to fail a lot more in your life. Just go ahead and tell them. You're just going to fail a lot more in your life. Go ahead and tell them. Okay. 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 Doesn't it make you feel good? Huh? 
And it's basically to tell them that. I mean, huh? how many of you have been waiting to tell somebody that? I mean, there's, you're, going to, you're just going to mess up. But, you know, hey, look at the person who just told you you're going to mess up and fail in your life. Say, I already have. I'm sitting beside you. You know. Okay. okay. Number four, number four, stop looking for the right answer. Stop looking for the right answer. There are two fallacies to the right answer people. One, there's always more than one solution to a problem. And to buy into the only one right answer is to stop the search for more and better ones. Then number two, the right answer or the best one can always become better. Linda will tell you my favorite word is options. I love options. I just, I just love options. I, I, I don't want just one thing. I'd like to have 17 things and, and let's just keep them all as open as much as we can. Like keep all those doors there because you don't know when you want to go through one. And, and, and you know, you just, you just, I love, I love options. And it's driven Linda to drink. Because <laughs> she knows. She knows. She knows. I'll, 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 I'll share with him what we got here, but he'll probably come back and say, now, there have got to be other ways to do this. Let's, let's look at it. Number five, get out of the box. Just get out of the box. Thomas Edison said, there ain't no rules around here. We're trying to accomplish something. Boy, that's just the opposite of the government, isn't it? They got a bunch of rules and they accomplish nothing, don't they, huh? Yes, they do. <laughs> Law number 12. Wow, wow, wow. We wanted to give you a little longer clip there because we could have talked about all that stuff, but John does such a better yeah, job. he does. And there's actually a longer list, so he's only oh, yeah. hit the top five. That's right. We're going we're gonna to cover some of the rest of them, yeah. But like yeah. John, I have to say this one is one that comes naturally to me as well. Mm-hmm. Curiosity. I mean, everything he's describing about a beginner's mindset. Yeah. You know, learning something new every day. I'm I'm the same way. I'm like that. Uh, when and we have a four year old, so I've <laughs> I've been reminded of this again. I'm like Curious George because I see that cartoon on TV right. quite often recently. I'm that I'm that guy. Yeah. yeah. Just, you know, you're going to tell me something. You better back it up because I want to know why. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And making failure your friend. And we we've heard this in mm-hmm. previous laws, right? Yeah. The law of yeah. pain and and the law of the ladder and some other things where it's important to you know you you cannot create solutions without problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, you cannot learn if you don't fail. Yeah, yeah. So that becomes and some of familiar. us yeah, communication yeah. style. Some of us embrace it yeah. as it is a high D. Uh, yeah. It's not a problem for me. Yeah, um, as long as you're failing forward. We've talked about that before forward, too. Right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Stop looking for the right answer. Mm-hmm. Now that can be a little bit of a struggle for some of us that are high D's or even high C's because yeah, we want it to be the right answer. Well, I, I highlighted that in my notes and I made the word the caps stop looking for the right answer sometimes there's not just the one right answer well, he's already said it's that, yeah. yeah i mean it's there's options yeah there's options yeah. and yeah. then of course getting out of the box and we're going to talk yeah, a little we'll bit more about, about that, that one yeah. Uh, yeah. some more because that becomes a huge one yeah so john's mentioned five well there's a few more that we want to put in front of you and the first one would be make why your favorite word now anybody mm. who's had a toddler um, right now I'm in the phase with the toddler in my life with what is this? What is this? Oh, yeah. Thank goodness yeah. we haven't gotten to why oh, yet. But our we are coming. Is asking why all the why time. Why all the time. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So why your favorite word? Now, I'm also going to caution here <laughs> that as a high D, using why or starting with the word why sometimes can put people on the defense. And my husband always asks me when I, you know, why did you load the dishwasher this way? 
Because mm. it's a like different, yeah. Six plates instead of forty-five mm. things in yeah. the in the dishwasher. I don't think that's a curiosity question, is it? No, it, <laughs> okay. it, it sets him on the edge because he knows uh, I'm going to say that's not the right way to do it. Mm. So that is not the way you ask a why question. Mm. And trust me, I'm having to learn to if I want to get to an understanding a motivation or mm. how he caught to a decision. Yeah. I need to say, so share with me what you were thinking about when you decided to do it this way. Oh, that's totally different than, the, yeah, the first way you asked right. that question. Yeah, 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 okay. So we want to be careful about that, right? But here's the other thing. And I think in following the uh, the methodology of a three- or four-year-old, mm-hmm. why is the sun go up? Well, why, why, why? There's mm-hmm. a good reason to ask that. And it actually helps whittle down mm-hmm. into the core or the intent or the purpose. Mm. So it is important to have an intentionality on understanding why so that you can focus, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? That, oh, that's yeah. really what it's about. Yeah, I mean, even as a coach, we get have to get to the root cause of what's going on. It may The symptoms may not actually be their true, you know, so we have to keep asking Correct. those questions. Yeah, exactly. So what's another one, Mike? Uh, so, yeah, uh, we're talking about some more things to consider in cultivating curiosity. John gave us a few, and we just hit another one there. Um, also, spend time with other curious people. Um, other people's curiosity will stimulate your curiosity. When they start asking questions, how many times have you heard someone ask a question, you'll say, well, I never thought about right. it that way. And so there, your your curiosity is, is stimulated as well. Uh, so, you know, they may ask questions that you've you've never thought of. So. Well, and I think when we talk about our inner circle or even our outer circle that we've talked mm-hmm. about in previous laws and the importance of this, who is around you that is actually encouraging you to be curious, right? Because mm-hmm. curiosity, mm-hmm. as John talks about as well, is going to spur an imagination and creativity. Yeah. So more than one mind creates better solutions, mm-hmm. right? The more imaginative, we'll talk, yep. again, getting out of the box is a whole oh, yeah. other dynamic to that. But this is exactly what we do monthly with our advisory groups with my business owners. Right. They, you know, they spur each other's curiosity on by asking those questions or I've never thought about that perspective before. Yeah. And that's yeah. why masterminds are powerful, too, yeah. mm-hmm. because when you're thinking of a topic or you're talking through ideas, everybody has different perspectives and different filters, mm-hmm. And they bring different experiences. They bring different experiences. Mm -hmm. So it's important to surround yourself with that kind of. And so curious people would be also growth mindset people. And so that becomes another important piece. Now I'm gonna let the I'm gonna let the high D person give the next one here in cultivating. I think she'll be able to say it better than me a little bit. Get over yourself. Get (laughs) over yourself. Hmm. Right? And as a high D, um, I do get over myself on a yeah. regular basis. It's easy basis. to tell other people that it's too. It's easier yeah. P- yeah. to tell other people to yeah. do that, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to be perfect at everything. I'm not going to. I'm not going to be able to get it right the first time. And, and you okay. know what? That's okay. Yep. yep. It's okay. It's not the end of the world. It really isn't. And this is a big piece because. So let's all think back to when we were learning to ride bicycles as kids. We didn't care if we fell off. We didn't care if mm-hmm. we were, you know, skinning our knees or whatnot. Now, if you waited till you were a teenager to learn how to ride a bicycle, and some of you listening have never learned to ride a bicycle because what if, what if, what if, what if, yeah, what if? Yeah. Uh, guess what? It's going to happen. Yep. And you're going to fall a few times. Can't and you're going to get. you got to fire sometime. Yeah, yeah. It, so what? Yeah. The beauty of curiosity is to have a childlike attitude. Mm-hmm. Some of you haven't even been to the trampoline park here in town. Mm. Oh, wow. Right? What What if I look silly? What if I don't figure it out? What if I 
hello. Yeah. Go do it. You'll never know until you'll you, never know yeah, until you yeah, try. That's right. That's right. So you need to get over yourself. And you know what? Curiosity is about experiencing. It's about adventuring. And if you can bring a childlike approach to try new things with your kids, with your mm-hmm. friends, with whatever. I'll tell you another powerful thing about this is my father, as you've heard me talk about, you know, had a stroke two years ago. And while he's recovering well, there are still some aspects of his processing Mm -hmm. and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And we've been dealing with and talking with um, a brain doc. And one of the first things she said was he needs to learn something new. Hmm. You've heard John mention this. Yeah. So he's going to start piano lessons in two weeks at 79. That'll be fantastic. Which would be great for his arthritis. Yeah. But he's a mathematician, so Mm -hmm. it will make sense to him. Mm -hmm. But he's going to have to learn something new because that actually retrains and heals your brain. Mm -hmm. So I will keep you all in the loop on that Um, about how good he becomes. Music is therapeutic anyway, so so many advantages there. Yeah, Absolutely. All right, what's the last one for them to consider? Okay, and John mentioned this uh, a little bit earlier, but uh, it, it bears mentioning again, repeating, get out of the box. And you've heard people say, think outside of the box, but you know, you can think outside of it. But uh, Thomas Edison said, there ain't no rules around here. We're trying to accomplish something. So sometimes too many rules or too many restrictions or too many, um, you know, if it's, if you work in anything with organizations, you know, I work with business owners, nonprofits, government, whatever the case may be, uh, those seven words that will kill an organization uh, and will definitely stifle growth is we've never done it that way before. You know, if you ever hear somebody right. say that, then, you know, it's just kind of so uh, we, we want to have an abundance mindset as we do this. So it's not can we do this? It's how can we do this? How to live it. So how do we live curiosity? Mm. So there's really two aspects. And the first would be that while we can be happy with answers and milestones. We must never stop asking questions. So the adage that curiosity killed the cat. <laughs> yeah, it's killed a lot more than cats. It's but killed yeah. a lot more than cats. Yeah, true, true. Um, but it is the key to growth. Yes. So you, you have to be curious in order to grow, right? Curiosity can make up for natural weaknesses in our own lives. It also is the key to enjoying life. If you're not enjoying life, I would say check your curiosity quotient. How curious are you? True, true. If you've not ever paddleboarded, if you've not ever floated down the river in a tube, if you haven't roller skated since eighth grade or never roller skated, (laughs) that was always, you know, there's a lot of things to experience. If you don't cook, take a cooking class. There's so many ways to get curiosity in going in your, and don't put limits on it either, right? That's the second Mm -hmm. thing. Do not put limits on your curiosity. When President Bush Sr. Mm-hmm. is skydiving yeah, it was like his in his 80th eight, or, yeah. 90th or something, something like that, yeah. and then he kept repeating it. Yeah, He was curious about it, mm-hmm. right? Like John climbing a mountain, I also have bad needs, but I climbed Mount Fuji hmm. several years back with, okay. my, with my goddaughter when I was serving in Japan. It was five hours up, and it was three and a half hours down. And Mm. I rode that walking stick down like it was (laughs) a a pony. Um, And I zigzagged sideways. There were ways that I figured it out. But you know what? I would not trade that experience. And it was fabulous. I mean, to start at sunrise, to be above the clouds, to get up there and have four weather changes in a matter of five hours, and then have it change on the way down. Those are those experiences that you will never, and it taught a lot about myself, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And 
And it's also the curiosity is a cure for boredom. That's true. That's true. You find something new and you're not going to get, yeah. Mm -hmm. When you hear your child say, I'm bored. Yeah. It's time to go learn something Take new. Something curious. Yeah, yeah. Let's go out frog catching or fishing mm-hmm. or whatever, finding a pet rock, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Let's mm-hmm. go meet a neighbor. Boredom means I want to learn something new. So parents, there you go. When your children say Didn't they're know bored, we're parenting tips here too. It's yeah. Time yeah. to learn something okay. new. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And John has another great book. We've mentioned it before. Good mm-hmm. Leaders Ask Great Questions. Yeah. And you're reading yeah. that right I've now, been, aren't I've you? I've been reading that, and it's it's amazing the different questions, not just for asking for others that you're leading, but even starting by asking yourself questions. So I, I would highly recommend you you check that out. Good Leaders Ask Great Questions. Yeah. Go lead it. So now we have learned about what curiosity is. We've we've talked about how you can live it. And so now let's talk about how to lead it. Mm, okay. So we're we're actually gonna lead it. We with need to other, apply other people say. Okay. So there's some questions um, that you can ask yourself to help cultivate that curiosity. And we'll share these on our Facebook page, Lynchburg Area Leadership Events. So right. uh, we'll put that out there. And in fact, uh, here lately, we've also been adding not just the resources from the show, but a link to the podcast, because if you like what you heard, you'll get to hear it again. And please share. share it with others. Share it with uh, others, that, you right? Know, you wanna, it's a nice way sometimes to, instead of asking why the wrong way, you can actually share it with, with somebody right. else. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so some questions uh, that you might want to ask yourself is... Um, do you believe that you can be curious? Yeah, there's no cure for curiosity. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I love to say that. There's no cure for curiosity. Yeah, it kind of rolls off the tongue. Kind yeah. of rolls off the tongue. So when you're curious, your whole world opens up to you. Mm-hmm. And there are very few limits on what you can learn and how you can develop. And mm-hmm. that's that's why we talk about a leader's, uh, a learner. Leaders are learners. Yeah. A growth mindset. An abundance mindset. A beginner's mindset. A beginner's mindset. All of Mm -hmm. that plays into it, right? Mm -hmm. So the question is, is are you curious? And if you're not, you can learn to be, and you probably should start, right? Yeah. Another one there is, uh, do you spend time with curious people? There's... Yeah, you need to look at your circle, right? Mm -hmm. One of the big things about this is you need to make a list of people you spend the most of your time with. Mm Mm-hmm. Where are they on a scale of one to ten when it comes to curiosity? Because you're going to be the sum of the five people you spend the most you're time with. You're going to be yeah. the sum. Yeah. Yeah. And so, are they adventurous eaters? Do they mm. want to try new experiences? Mm-hmm. Are they willing to travel more than forty miles to see what's outside their zip code? <laughs> Will they go to the trampoline park? You Will they go to the trampoline park? <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that's another. That's something else. You also heard me mention. What are you learning new every day? Mm-hmm. Could be a word of the day. Yeah. It could be. You know, learning to eat something different at a restaurant. I mean, I know we all have our favorite meals, but I mean, come on, let's let's try something a little bit different. Maybe yeah. go to a different restaurant if you yeah. haven't tried it Indian or Japanese. There's, there's or, that getting out of the box. They all kind of go together with each other. They all yeah. go yeah. hand in hand. And you heard yeah. this, the story about how to heal your brain. Learning something new every day, especially yeah. consistently, like my father's going to be doing with piano lessons, is going to help regenerate and regrow mm. some of those things. So why not be proactive and go ahead and start and learning start some it. new things to keep your brain active and yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And how do you view failure? Mm. Is it your friend? Hmm. If it's not, it needs to be your friend, right? Because you cannot learn without failing. Yep. Just fail forward. Yeah. Fail forward. Yeah. yeah. My favorite, you know, get over yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You probably have had people tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and if, the question- if you hear someone tell you that, maybe it's time to learn something new and time be curious. Time to learn something yeah. different. There right? we go. Yeah. Yeah. Bottom line, are you enjoying life? Mm-hmm. If you are not enjoying life, you are not curious yeah. Yeah. enough. Yeah. 
And it's important for you to expand your horizons, right? Mm -hmm. And about getting out there. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's wrap it up. Growth is driven by wanting to learn more. Uh, As John said, there's nothing new under the sun, but there are lots of old things that we haven't learned yet. Mm. That's the law of curiosity. So apply this, go out to our Facebook page, pick up those questions, ask yourself, and think about becoming curious. Until next week, this is Mo. And this is Mike reminding you to learn it, live it, and lead it.